Hi, welcome to Fighting Over the Remote. Every week, one of us picks a movie or show, and the other person is required to watch it. My name is Robert, and I have the remote this week. And I'm Alyssa, and I was forced to watch Interstellar. (laughs) (laughs) As you can tell, she's thrilled by my choice this week. Truly thrilled. I wanted to do Interstellar because it's Mm -hmm. a movie that was very seminal in my own movie taste like in college especially i like i used to like fucking love this movie um and i still really like this movie but you and a lot of film bros yeah yeah that's true um i think i wanted to choose it because it's like it's our first foray into sci-fi that's true yeah. and it it's a it's a little crazy it's a little zany um mm-hmm. but it's not I'm, like, nervous to make you watch, like, one of, like, my true, like, Mount Rushmore movies. And I think this is one that I really like. It gets you introduced to space. And honestly, I think any any direction we go from here with space, it'll be a little bit, um, I don't know how to say it, like, less, uh, less daunting, a little less crazy. This is one of the more, like, nuts space movies, I think. There's just a lot going on. There's a lot of weird That's stuff. A, the understatement of the century. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Did you have any like prior knowledge of the movie? Did you know what it was about at all? No, I knew. I knew it was about space. I knew that Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey were in it, mm-hmm. and I knew. I knew that there was some level of like apocalypse to it, or like desperation for humanity was in it i didn't know really anything else i i knew that it was a movie that i had heard film bros talk about which Robert (laughs) is not film bro by the way he's not he just likes some movies that film bros like i'm a a little film bro but i'm not full little film i haven't gone full johnson uh thank god but i know i have heard I, I don't think I've ever, not to generalize, but I don't think I've talked to anyone other than men who, like, are obsessed with this movie, personally. Oh, that's, the, yeah, that's... I don't think I mean, I that's have. just Christopher Nolan movies in general, I think. Yeah, well, that's really all I knew. I knew it was a film bro movie, which I uh, generally do not really like those. So that's, sorry. That, that's so crazy. You, you can seem hate me like, if you want, You but... seem like such a film bro dog. I am such a film bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was really, that was all I knew. Uh, all right. To be honest. How about you give us a little, a short little summary of, mm. of the events of Interstellar? Listen, I'm going to try my best, okay? That's all, that's all anyone can do. Okay, uh, we open on a dust bowl. Is that what, that's what you said it was? Yeah, yeah, dust basically. Bowl yeah. In 2067, with Cooper, who is played by Matthew McConaughey, and his family living on a large corn farm. And there's dust everywhere. Mm-hmm. And basically, we follow Cooper as he sneaks into NASA with his daughter, Murph. And then uh, he's asked to go on a space mission, which he ha- had originally been set to go on one when he was younger. But the funding fell through because of the famine. So he gets asked again to go on a space mission to try to save humanity, to try to save the Earth. Well, not really save the Earth. They're kind of like, we're just going to get out of here. 
we're just gonna go somewhere else yeah so he he deserts his family to try and save <laughs> earth to save humans by rocketing to outer space to find a habitable planet for humans which they already have scientists in these planets they've researched previously that they're trying to figure out whether or not their data uh is fitting basically chaos ensues over many many years and a lot of astronauts astronauts don't make it and then they somehow figure out wormholes that's my summary all right i really had no fucking idea what was going on this whole movie but i tried my best i think it was like i tried i think you followed it until it got to like the wormhole oh stuff my god the end was, i was like oh yeah the ending no idea my first time watching it i didn't really understand no idea. the ending it's like yeah. no clue um, is that a shared experience why would you sorry i mean that's kind of like just what christopher nolan does like Oppenheimer's not like that, but like I mean, Inception's a little like funky, and okay. then um, I haven't seen Tenet, but I know that that's like a confusing movie. I just don't think like I don't like feeling like that. I don't like watching something and be like, what, what the yeah. fuck's happening? Like I don't like that feeling, so I don't want to watch something again to try to see if I figure it out. I'm just gonna accept that I didn't understand it and move on. Yeah, personally. I think I like feeling like there's a puzzle that I'm trying to figure out. I think you kind of saw it as an impossible puzzle or you saw it as like not worth figuring it out. Yeah, I think I just accepted that I was not going to understand it at all. Yeah. After probably about an hour, which, by the yeah. way, for anyone listening and you haven't seen this movie, it's almost three hours long. I have ADHD. I have ADHD and you're asking me to watch a three hour long movie. Just I told him that for his next movie he picks it needs to be under two hours. I'm a film bro. Uh, I don't the care. only movies I like are three and a half You're hours long. You're that's under two hours. You're going to. I am going to have the remote. Yeah. You so don't get to pick. <sighs> we'll see. Maybe if I'm I feeling fall asleep, nice. It's not my fault. Okay. It's not. You didn't fall asleep during this one, did you? I didn't because I had no fucking clue what was going on. I was we so confused. We did have to go to intermission and get dinner. We but... did have to go to intermission because it was three hours long. Yeah, that's fair. Did you like this movie at all? What were your initial thoughts? No, I didn't. You really didn't? No, it I didn't. seemed like there were moments that you were enjoying it. I, you were kind of glued just, to the screen at times. Because I was trying to figure out what the fuck was happening. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. I was trying to figure out what was happening. I think once it got to the point where I was like, oh, what's going on? Uh, you lost me. You lost me. I think I really, I enjoyed the acting. I thought the acting was really good all around. I enjoyed the space cinematography. I thought it was really cool. I thought that was interesting. I felt, I thought it felt very real as someone who knows nothing about space or mm -hmm. astronauts or anything like that i don't really know anything um i enjoyed that i thought the writing was okay uh some of it was like a little like ridiculous in parts but well yeah. i just i think when you're asking when you're asking an audience for the most part that most likely has very little knowledge about space to watch something like this with all of these terms and above a basic knowledge of space understanding and you're asking them to watch a three hour long movie you're like you're gonna lose some people and sure. i'm sure that they are fine with that because they have enough people to understand it to yeah. see it i thought it was <laughs> the directing was interesting i didn't understand the beginning clips of the older people talking about the dust bowl i was like why are we doing this right oh, yeah. now you really didn't like that i didn't understand why jarring. you did i didn't know just, why you didn't like that i'm like let me just watch the story and figure it out why do like i just didn't, <laughs> i didn't understand why that was included it just felt funky i don't know mm. it felt kind of weird i thought it was really funny that matthew mcconaughey was casted as the lead in this i thought he did a great job i just would not have 
thought he would play this. Like, it's funny, like, hearing his accent throughout this whole movie, like... I can't imagine anybody else in that role. I can't think of anyone. I just, like, there's just something, like, slightly funky about it. Like, just, like, ever so slightly. It's just interesting to me. I think, because he, like, I don't think he is slow, but I think, like, when you're watching him on screen, you think he is a little slow. And so you're, like, meant to believe that he's, like, this pilot astronaut genius guy. His drawl, you know, like, his drawl's just, like. Yeah, and he has such a good old boy energy that it's, like, it is hard to picture him as an astronaut. Yeah, I think that's what it is. But I think that's, like, kind of. But he does it well. It's just. Yeah, I think, like, the fact that he's not an astronaut, he's just, like, a pilot and a farmer, like, works for the character so well. Yeah. Because. I suppose. Yeah, you just, you believe that he's just like, are you fucking kidding me? I've been doing all this shit. I abandoned my family. No, I don't fuck all this science shit. I just want my family back and like stuff like that. So it's much easier to like believe him in this role as like that character. Mm. You know what I mean? I think I kind of, I think I kind of lost the. No, I see what you're saying. It would make less sense in that role to have someone that was someone that was playing the character as like, all I care about is science. All I care about is engineering. And like that would feel too robotic. You need someone that has like heart. Yeah, I think with a less charismatic lead, this is a not a good movie. I mean, like, (laughs) well, you don't think it's a good movie either way, but I think. No, no, I did not say that. I did not say I didn't think it was a good movie. I just don't think. You it's for me. I just enjoy. didn't like it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I just think... I also... Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, I, I just feel like put Matt Damon in the lead role. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is the same Spoiler, movie. Spoiler, he's in the movie. I know. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little yeah. bit later. I think with any other actor, Matthew McConaughey's just so like laid back. I think that it made it really hard to watch, knowing that I didn't understand it. Yeah. I was so confused because the characters in the movie are putting the pieces together so quickly that I could not follow what was happening and what was coming next. And then it made me feel stupid. And I, I hate feeling stupid. Well, it makes me yeah. upset. Like, I'm like, I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to like, I, I think that for the most part, I'm a relatively intelligent person. So like that feeling of like, I have no idea what's happening and people are using big words and I'm scared. is just like overwhelming. That's how I felt. You for are a very majority. smart person, but the moment you feel confused, you feel I'm like I'm out. <laughs> yeah. The moment you feel confused and anything we watch or if we like play a game, like the moment you feel confused, you get very like, I, you but shut down. I will say with this movie, I did try to keep paying attention, even though yeah. I did feel that draw to want to be like, I'm going to go do something else. I didn't do that. I did. I watched the whole movie. Yeah. I just like from a part, I don't remember at what point, I think it was like when they went to NASA, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I really like, I don't understand. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, the issue is because this movie's so long already that you really can't make it any longer, but I feel like it could have oh used God. an extra like 30 minutes no. of like, just a few more dialogue lines. Oh, oh. Well, I mean, not for you. Not for me. You know, not to Maybe get ahead for... of ourselves, but I don't think you're ever going to watch this movie Absolutely again. Absolutely <laughs> uh, You... Yeah. It could have used, you, like, for honestly, me personally, could have used 30 more minutes. To you couldn't pay better. me to watch this movie again. And I, I know I, the I film bros are going to come after me for that, but you could not pay me to watch this I movie again. I don't think they would. This movie is... I think when it first came out, it was like, people really loved it, but I think as time has gone on, I've seen so many videos, like, criticizing it and, like, calling it, like, spectacle over substance, which, like, for me is personally not, like, I don't mind if a movie is just spectacle. 
Like yeah. I would watch this movie with just the score playing and no dialogue. Like I'm, I just, I love looking <laughs> at this silent. movie. <laughs> Matt Damon's getting pulled through the ship and it's completely silent. It's just playing the Hans Zimmer. Yeah. And it's just like, go on. No, nah, I don't, I don't want to Anyways, nobody wants to hear that. No, I don't think so. Sorry, I'm a little nasally. It's a little... He's got some congestion. It's allergy season here. It's allergy season in Los Angeles. <laughs> what, did, what did you think? Uh, who, who brought the best acting to this? I think if you had worse actors in the Matthew McConaughey and the Anne Hathaway role, this movie sucks. Oh, I would, yeah. You would have lost me at the very But beginning. I think they are both so good in this. Mm-hmm. And I mean... Matthew McConaughey is a little like he verges on overacting at times. I think his yeah. crying is a little I mean, the excessive. Crying is like. I mean, okay. I get it. I get it. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm not a father, and I imagine if I was a father and I was in that situation, right. I would be like pretty hysterical. Well, especially if you're like the primary caretaker of your kids at that point. I'm sure. Well, and if in like an hour you lost 50 years of your yeah. children's lives, yeah. I'd be like, oh my god, that's crazy. But or I guess it was like what, like 23? I don't remember how long. I think, it, yeah, it was, it was like 23 at first. Yeah, but I just, I, and, you know, Anne Hathaway is just incredible Amazing. and everything, so. Oh, and her little pixie cut. I don't want to cut my hair like that. I know. What I, we? I, I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we but. decided she was probably doing Les Mis at this time. So. Yeah, she was. Well, I don't know if she was doing it at the time, but these movies came out in the same year, so I'm assuming that, would that explain they were the haircut. around the same time. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I mean, she's, they're both just so good. Yeah, they're um, really good. I mean, there's not really, like, a horrible performance in this movie, but uh, they, I, they like, are really a leg up. Yeah, I didn't think the younger Murph was that great. I thought she was fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't really like to, unless a kid is, like, blatantly awful, I try and, like, I don't know, I feel weird. I, I understand that. I think, for me, I, like, I didn't think she was bad. I just felt like there were points when I was watching her where I was like, Oh, they told her to cry here. Oh, they told her to be sad. Oh, yeah. they told her to be whatever. Yeah. And like, that's probably not actually what happened. Like, I'm sure she is a decent actress. There were just like some parts that felt kind of robotic to me, which I think you'll have with anyone that's under like 18 or something playing a kid, I guess. I had, Freaking uh, Timothy Chalamet. From, just remembered he's in it. Yeah. I didn't tell you that. You kind of like... You didn't tell me that. And then we popped up on the screen. I was like, oh, Timothy This movie Chalamet. has so many like just random people in it. Yeah. And I kind of didn't want to, like, spoil any of the people that were in it. So I was, like, kind of... I tried to, like, stay mum about a lot of it. Hush, hush. Speaking of Timothy, I think he was pretty uh, wooden in this movie. He's a little... I mean, Mm. he's probably, like, 15 or 16 in this, and you can tell. Probably. Um, I mean, I also think that's kind of his character. He's just kind of like, I'm here. I think if I had to pick, like, a worst performance, it'd probably be Topher Grace. I don't really know why he's in this movie. Yeah, kind of random. He's, like, randomly in it, and then he's, like, way over the top in all of his lines. Well, it's also, like, the part where they kiss feels like it's comedic, (laughs) and it's kind of like the part where where him and Murph I love Topher Grace. Topher Grace, but Topher Gris. Topher Gris. Topher Grizzle. Yeah, I don't... But he was kind of random in there. I I had a hard time thinking of a worse performance, and yeah, there was, was no kinda, one that was like he was kind of really the only stuck one stuck out like a sore thumb or anything. I think there's like only one right answer for the best side character. Oh, did you Tars? Yeah. <laughs> I really liked I really liked the robots. I, Tars and Case were funny. As as we watch more sci-fi movies, you'll learn like I just I love a robot. You love the robots. I love the robots. I, the robots. I put. I really love John Lithgow, so I really liked him. He was, yeah, if I had to choose a human character, it would have been As him. Donald. Yeah. And then Jessica Chastain. But I guess she's probably... Would she be considered one of the main ones, I guess? You don't follow her the whole movie, but she is in it quite a bit. 
Yeah, she's in the main cast, but oh, okay. I mean, I really liked. I mean, she's she's not one of the main characters. I wouldn't. Okay. Murph is, but I wouldn't say Jessica Chastain specifically is. Yeah, I thought she was great. Yeah, I mean, same with you know, uh, Michael Caine. Jessica Chain Chastain's just. I said this while we were watching, but I was just like, her and Anne Hathaway should be in every movie. Oh, they're just, true. They're both so good. Um, oh God, Jessica Chastain could just like say whatever she wants, and it's like, oh my God, so good. Yeah, she's in another sci-fi movie that'll make you watch at some point. Do you have any favorite moments from this movie? I wrote, the first thing I wrote was the random chaotic screaming bits. Oh yeah, Alyssa's favorite part while we were watching is when they first, <laughs> so they're like tracking down. The, they're at NASA. They're following the coordinates. They don't know where it's going. Yeah, they find out it's NASA, gate. but they get to the gate. Cooper gets tasered by the security guard <laughs> and then, or uh, by TARS, and TARS is like, remain calm to Murph and, and she just goes, fucking belts a screech like she screams but it's for like 0.5 seconds and then it and then they cut cuts. it yeah and I it's thought a perfectly cut scream yeah what oh there was like a TikTok account or you like died a, at that there was there was like a Twitter account and it was like perfectly cut screams or something that should be on there it yeah, should be on there that subreddit. was so funny I could just watch that in a loop it was really good there was another one that it happened was it towards the end there was another one where someone was screaming and they got cut off. I mean, I also love... I We had to rewind and rewatch the part where... What's Matt Damon's character's name? He's not listed on here. Yeah, they tried Did they really, do that on purpose? Yeah, they tried really hard to keep him off the billing. That's so funny. What is I, the point of that? I think it was by is his Is he request. that great? They just think he's that great, I well, guess. At the time, he was a huge star. Okay, uh, man. He plays man. Um, Man, yeah, I knew it was... was when he got pulled through the air pocket or the whatever that was. Oh, yeah, yeah. So funny. Yeah, you thought that was really funny, too. I, I, I don't even know about I think I found I think it, it funny because so, you found it funny, but it was I wasn't so like... It so jarring. Yeah. And we had to go back and watch it again because I love that he's, like, talking and there's music playing and then it's like... <laughs> silence. Yeah. And you commented, like, that's how space would be. And I was like, well, sure, of course. But I thought it was funny that there was, like underscore music and then it was just like nothing yeah i love when movies do that though i think that's funny yeah. although there was like one or two times where they did that and it didn't make sense like they made the music oh it was like when one of the when um cooper was watching one of the videos from his son and then the music stopped playing and then it switched to one for murph and i was like why did they stop but I don't know. Anyway, I thought those were funny parts. Yeah, I think for me, I just really love the, I really love the shots when Cooper is going into the black hole, like he just detached. Yeah, from when he's Manor. going into it. Yeah, and that it's was just pretty like, cool. It's like a kaleidoscope. Yeah, I really love that mo moment. I mean, I just really like almost all of the like space like yeah. shots whenever it's like showing their like little space station fly like. Mm -hmm in front of like saturn or something yeah i did like the the space bits i think what's the word i'm thinking of where it's like shots or no but like what when it's like multiple shots of montage mo no. i can't think of the word right know. now i liked i liked this the space bits the space bits <laughs> we space love a good shots. space bit we love a good space bit yeah but I, I i should go watch like a behind the scenes like how they I bet that would be cool. Shot those, because I know Christopher Nolan's, like, famous for doing, like, practical effects. Mm. So I wonder how practical those actually were. Um, what was your what was your worst moment? Can you narrow it, narrow it down to one? <laughs> I mean, just, like, the ever-present feeling of confusion was irritating. But um, uh, when he's in the wormhole 
When Cooper's in the wormhole past the point where it looks like it's like star shooting by him and like just mm-hmm. junk, space junk or whatever. When it gets to the part where he finds out he's in his daughter's bedroom, I was like, what? <laughs> I understand that that's within the script. Like that's the point of this. Yeah. It's necessary within mm-hmm. the movie and how they wrote it. But I was like, we're in the fifth dimension and we're breaking <laughs> the time space gravity whatever continuum etc whatever <laughs> and we're in your daughter's bedroom it's because it was it was Matthew McConaughey's love that, that like, created that make dimension any fucking sense if you're going to make everything <laughs> almost everything in this movie about space and big words and the reveal is that it was his love like that's come on i was just like what <laughs> what like I understand I understand what they were trying to get at they were just trying to like pull a thread through the movie I guess that just I was like yeah I mean it is you know that's silly it's just strange it just was like this was the this was the payoff yeah that's fair I think that's what I was like yeah I I did think it was cool that Jessica Chastain's character then has the recognition and understanding that her father was communicating to her through these different avenues. But mm-hmm. when it got into like the gravity was broken or like, da, 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 I was like, right. I do like when things pay off. Like when you're like, like the part where he like puts his hand through Anne Hathaway's hand and it was in, it was previously in the movie, but it was now. Yeah. Like that's cool. Like I like things like that, but just that whole thing. I was like, this is what we worked up to. That's fair. And I didn't understand how that ended up allowing them to find a world that was... I didn't, What was that? Where this ceiling... That's what the fifth dimension looked like. Can you tell I understood this movie? He was seeing time. No, I understand that. As a three-dimensional that. escape. But what... When he wakes up from his slumber after he basically died... And he looks outside, and there are people playing baseball, and it hits through a house ceiling that's on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. What is that? They're still on Earth? No, they're on a spaceship flying through space. They're on a spaceship that has... They're trying to get to the planet that Anne Hathaway ends up on. But what, how are they on a spaceship that has a house that's on the ceiling? They solved the gravitational equation that they were trying to solve the whole time. That's what Matthew McConaughey sent her. So she was able to like, she was able to take humanity on these ships because of gravity. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Sorry, I, I, yeah. d- I tried to. That's I, all right. It doesn't make. I mean, like, I'm sure if I read a explanation, it would. I could click somehow maybe, work it out, but based off the contents of the movie, there are gaps in my knowledge. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think it's funny that like, he when he goes. So, like, the idea is that he goes in through this black hole, and the one, like, the one sense that transcends time and space is love. And he ends up in his daughter's room. And I'm just wondering how little of Matthew McConaughey in this movie's brain is devoted to his son. Oh, yeah. Truly. And then we we were joking about about this in the movie. This is my worst moment. When he gets to the space station or whatever, like, they find him drifting through space. He never mentions his son once. Nope. 
He fucking hated that kid. He doesn't care. He was like, he's a bum-ass farmer. I don't give a fuck about him. That's what's so weird is he expressed so much love for him in the beginning of the movie. And then when he wakes up and he finds out his daughter's still alive, he's like, I don't care about my son. <gasps> Murph, yes. He doesn't say anything about his son. God. He does not ask where he is. He doesn't ask if he's alive. Does he just assume he's dead? That's I mean, what it he, seems like. He must, like. but you would think I mean, he would yeah, have like a little dead, bit of grief for that. He doesn't care. And his his son was the one that was like sending him these videos and was taking care of the farm and having <laughs> kids and all the stuff. And then Murph's just like gone. And he shows no interest in Murph's family. No. Who would oh, have been like yeah, his she's grandchildren, like, great-grandchildren. Like, I'm okay. I have my children. And then he's like, okay, good. He bye. went, he went bet. I'm going to go get laid by I'm going to check Hathaway. on Dr. Brand. Yeah. yeah. That's also confusing. Are they fucking or not? I think they definitely would have once he got to At the planet, point. but I don't think they had before. After she finds out the man she's been having feelings for is dead. I think that brings us into nitpicks. Uh, the part I've always had a problem with is that, like, Cooper and Murph find NASA by, like, you know, finding the coordinates. Mm -hmm. And then NASA's just, like, sick. You're going to pilot this spaceship. Yeah. And Cooper's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. When it's probably been like 15 or 20 That's years since he was thinking. in the Air Force. That's what I was thinking. I don't know how long it's been, but it seems like it's been an awful long so time. So the knowledge they have of their equipment and space in general has got to have been shifted somehow. Yeah. What they and do is like, give them a oh, binder. I got, it. I got it. Here's a binder. Uh, just read and memorize it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I, they also didn't really... Like, they interrogated him about the coordinates, and he was like, then they just believed him? They, like, didn't believe him, and then they were oh, like, Oh, the okay. aliens told you. Okay, okay, sick. Okay, okay, sick. Okay, sure, yeah, sure, they've sure. been telling us stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Awesome. All right. And then, yeah, I mean, I also put down, like, basically everything that happens post-Black Hole. Um, as yeah, like a just... overall nitpick. Like, I still enjoy watching the movie after that point, but it's, it is a little bit, like, if I, like, let my logical brain work a little harder... It's a little like because he loves his daughter, he's able to save humanity. Yeah, and like it's a little cheesy. Well, I mean, it was foreshadowed too by Brand. Yeah, that's true. What were some of your favorite lines? I really liked when uh, I think it's when Matt Damon or not Matt Damon when Matthew McConaughey and John Lithgow are talking on the porch, and Matthew McConaughey Matthew McConaughey says, "We used to look up at the sky and wonder <laughs> at our place in the stars. Now we just look down and worry about our place in the dirt." I was like, that's such a fucking... Go off, King. Yeah, go off, King. Dropping bars. Dropping bars. John Lithgow had no respect for that game. He had nothing to say to that. I mean, yeah. he did, but not really. Yeah, what about you? Um, I mean, I loved really anything that Tars said. It was pretty funny. I like when um, he gets him, like, he gets Tars back up and running, and he's, like, uh, going over the settings, and then... Oh, Tars yeah, keeps like the, making jokes, and he's like, setting. okay, turn that down a little. <laughs> um, I also think it's funny that Tars survived. Yeah, I think it's sort of like you have to let the dog survive till the end. Like, you know, yeah. you can't kill it off, it's, or else people lose interest. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, I, I mean, I also like, I was frustrated watching the movie while Bran was talking mm -hmm. about how she wanted to go visit uh, Edmund. Edmund? Yeah, Edmund. Is that her? I think so. She wanted to go see his planet because she loved him. I was frustrated in the moment because I was like, girl, that's not a logical decision, though. Because, like, from what we know at that point in the movie, the other planet, he is signaling that 
he's there and he's fine when in reality we find out that that was not the case but I like her monologue about it and like her understanding about it and that she brings it up because that's something that you kind of notice throughout the first part of the movie is that it's just like to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing we're saving humanity and then she kind of like reflects on what everyone is like trying to focus on like you can save humanity to save humanity but you can also save humanity because there's like love there's passion there's care yeah etc right um yeah, I mean, that was really... Oh, and I love the... I have a cue light I can use to show you when I'm joking, if you'd like. And then oh, yeah, the little green light turns up. on. Yeah, I loved that. That's pretty cute. Um, that was it, I think. All right. Was there anything interesting you found when you were Googling? Uh, well, I think it's absolutely hilarious. If you look at the goofs on IMDb, there's like 300 of them because there are all these like space people that are like, according to my yeah you know sources this is not something that would actually happen which i'm like yeah of course like it's a movie it's not going to be perfectly accurate Mm. in terms of space knowledge yeah um i saw something that christopher nolan wanted to shoot actual corn so they actually planted oh yeah corn yeah and then they sold the land off at the end to like someone back in the day which i was like that's pretty cool that they actually planted some and it's not just fake um, yeah, I mean, I just loved that there were so many space people that were like, <laughs> this was wrong, this was wrong. Uh, there was something else. Well, you go ahead and I'll try to remember what the other thing was. Yeah, I had a couple. Um, Steven Spielberg was originally attached to this movie. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't see um, that one. And Jonathan Nolan, Christopher Nolan's brother, he was the screenwriter. I saw that. Spielberg ended up leaving, obviously, and um, Jonathan Nolan went to his brother and said you should direct this uh and then another one was the um tars was not computer generated for the most part oh they made him yeah it was practical effects and then bill bill Irwin, the voice voice actor for him was on set the voice actors were great and tars and case yeah tars and case are both great and then um what was the other one i saw oh uh and hathaway actually got hypothermia when they were doing the, I think it was when they were doing the, uh, like the ocean planet scenes. Oh, because it was so Apparently she cold. had a hole in her suit or something <gasps> and they were filming in Iceland. And the girl and... kept acting and she didn't let that stop her. <laughs> She's dedicated to her craft. Uh, I also found one, um, the character that plays, or excuse me, the woman who plays old Murph, Ellen Burstyn, has the first and last lines of dialogue, uh, in the movie so she was one of the first people that pop up uh as like a dust bowl nice. survivor which i did not i did not notice obviously because i didn't know what she looks like <laughs> yeah. uh yeah and then uh i found some other things but i don't really want to get into them because uh they kind of spoil a possible like future movie we might do um oh, okay. just some they're just some like related okay. related actors and science stuff god i really do think it's so funny that there's so many um people just being like actually actually if he went into the wormhole time hole time would have been infinite for him and he never would have noticed any time difference yeah things like that it's so funny if you could give this movie one oscar what would it be Mm. i think i i would just do best score I, that's what I was going to say. I, it I, does have a great score. Yeah. I told you before we watched this that I just love the score. I it's used to listen great. to it all the time. Yeah. I would say maybe I would say maybe best actor for Anne Hathaway. Or would she be considered best supporting? I think she would technically... 
I think if they wanted her to win, they would probably would put her in supporting. Best supporting. Yeah. That's so silly. Yeah, but I think she did really wonderful. And Jessica Chastain, honestly. I could see either of them being nominated. That was really good. Did you watch this with your parents? No. I'd be willing to watch it with mine. I would not watch it with yours. They would... Oh, my God. If I watched... If I watch this movie with my parents, my parents have a tendency to interrupt the movie at any moment if they do not understand what's happening, which yeah. I do as well, but I just like... Everybody speak. would be confused. I just speak. I don't... Like, I'm not like trying to actively get the answers. I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. But my parents would be like, wait, did he just do that? And now this is happening? <laughs> and like, it would be like continuous questions the whole time. And I yeah. don't think I could handle it. Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't have the answers either, so... Well, especially when every time we watch anything with your parents, we have the dogs fighting in the room. Yeah, it's like, a little too chaotic. Play fighting, but like... Yeah. Like too much growling at each other and stuff, yeah. I also lot. just don't want to watch this movie again. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I don't even know if we need to do the horniness meter. It's zero a, out of yeah, ten. Yeah, it's a zero out of ten. I mean, maybe there's like a .25 in there for Jessica Chastain being in the movie, and Anne Hathaway is just gorgeous as well. But... yeah. That's it. You don't even see Matthew McConaughey with his shirt off or anything. I don't anything. need to. That's okay. He looks scary. Huh? Oh, uh, lo- yeah. I mean, I guess he looks well, pretty Well, it's also funny because he, movie. like, he has, I know that it's, like, supposed to be, like, he's covered in dust, but he, like, looks so orange. Yeah. That it's, like, obvious that they, like, made him get a spray tan or something. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he's just naturally tan, but. Did you get any life lessons? Lean into love. I said, don't trust old British men or Matt, I, or Matt Damon. I said, don't trust professors. Oh, fair enough. All right. The other one I said was, don't go near black holes. Yeah, that's... But I don't know if that needs to be said. People should just know that. You might end up in a random little girl's bedroom if you go in a wormhole. Not again. Oh, you said black hole. See, I also get those confused as well. Wormholes. Well, he did that going through the black hole. The know. wormhole took them from Saturn to the black hole, and then the black hole is where all the planets were. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think my hot take is just me not liking the movie. (laughs) Well, I think that's funny because my hot take is that I think people are way too harsh about this movie. I think it's like, it's okay that it doesn't make sense. I don't know why. No, I need things. No. Just watch it for the spectacle. I need things to make sense. No. It's okay. I need things to make sense. Well, tough titties. Would this movie Jeez. be better as the opposite genre? Absolutely not. No. I think it could have been a little bit better if there was like a little bit of romance between Cooper and Brand. I don't think I f- needed that her to be in love with that one guy. No. I get that they needed conflict on why to go to Matt Damon's planet, yeah. but it would have it would have sh- been a surely they could have found somebody in. from some romance. Yeah, I think yeah, just to fair. break up the space madness. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, so, is this a one for you? I don't... Two? So, for our, for our ratings, one is that I, if I said I would give it a one, it would be that I hated it and I wouldn't watch it again. Which, I didn't hate it. I think I would say it was a 1.5. It mm-hmm. was fine, but I do not want to watch it again. It was just way too long... And I just didn't know what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> I I wanted I wanted to understand what was going on, and I did enjoy the acting, and I enjoyed the score, and I I enjoyed a lot of the space parts, and I enjoyed some of the writing. But yeah, I just don't I don't want to watch it again. It's just too long for me. 
It's fair. I think it's about four for me. It's not my favorite movie ever, but... but and I wouldn't want to watch it any time. love it. I do love it. Yeah. I have... I don't know if I still have the IMAX posters somewhere in the closet or something. I used to have... Oh, yeah, that. you had it up somewhere. Well, I used to have three. Oh. Because it was three. It you was still like, have It was like three? a little planet. Uh, it was like one of the... Oh! It was like the ocean oh, and then yeah, yeah, the farm yeah. and then... I remember them uh, now. One of the other You used to have them up in your apartment. Yeah. Um, and now I don't have them. I think they all kind of got ruined or like oh. taken down or whatever. Oh, I'll have to get you a memento. <laughs> um, and then I also have uh, one of the IMAX stills. Oh, that's right. From that. him crying. Yeah, it's from that scene. <laughs> um, Just blow that up and put that on the wall where he's like... Would you recommend this to viewers like you? No. Yeah. Sorry, no. I think I think I knew you weren't gonna like this. I just, I. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not. This isn't the exercise it, of this podcast. It's, is yeah, not it's necessarily not to always pick movies that the other person's gonna love. Yeah. Uh, I just think, for people who have similar taste tastes like me, I think it would it would just be a little too much. Yeah. You still respect my taste. Yes, I still respect your taste. <laughs> But it is, like, it feels like a film bro movie. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean... I, re- I Like, I un- I understand why you like it. It's just not for me. I hate to say it, but we're probably going to watch some film bro movies. I know. I, you know. I know. They're I mean, film good, bro movies for Goodfellas was one, so... Yeah. You really liked But Goodfellas. I liked Goodfellas. Yeah. This one, not so much. Yeah, but... Yeah, if y'all enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to leave a review and a rating please. wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us, um, follow us on our socials. Follow us on our socials. They're going to be down please. in the description. And then also feel free to send us an email. We'd love to get um, some movie suggestions. If you have any other suggestions for the pod, some feedback. Our email is findingovertheremote at gmail.com. The name of this podcast at gmail.com. gmail.com. Super easy to remember. There's no excuse. Send us an email. Um, we release a podcast every Wednesday, so please join us next week. Next week. <laughs> next week. Next week. As we discuss... The Heat. With oh, is Melissa that the McCarthy Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. Gotcha. Okay. Alyssa's a big Melissa McCarthy stan. I love her. I love Melissa McCarthy so much. Melissa, if you're listening to this, I love you. We'd love to have you on, Melissa. Please. We'd please. love to watch one of your favorite movies. We've sent you so many letters and you never respond. You never respond. Uh, but yeah, please, <laughs> please listen in next week as we watch The Heat. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.